Right, we're going to do a very short session on um, a principle that we haven't taught on before, and that's just the principle of accountability. Now, accountability obviously is not a new concept. Uh, it's an everyday life concept, and yet um, I think most people have developed strategies to avoid total accountability. It's a matter of fact, we intentionally justify yes. um, avoiding accountability. Um, we have our right to our opinion, a right to freedom, a right to expression, mm. um, and a right so to preferences. And uh, many times within these uh, so-called rights that we defend, we have worked in a strategy to defer accountability, to change what we are to be accountable to yeah. and whom. Um, but accountability is the ability to read the balance sheet. Or to, to give a true account. Mm, but first, before giving an account, mm. uh, we're going to focus on your own ability on the inside okay. to read the balance sheet. Is where we want to start with this, just the principle of accountability. So before we're accountable to an external yes. uh, identity. So that's being accountable, but accountability, just an The ability to read the account, to read the balance sheet. Mm -hmm. Now this is first the principle that we want to install in ourselves. It works like this, that we have a duality. Um, so Adam is formed out of dust mm. and he will continue to have a reality of dust because when they transgress God says you will return to dust from dust you come and you'll return there mm. so um, the dust part of him was never not true yes the dust part of him was just outbalanced in totality by the God part of him yes so the breath that God breathes into his life, mm. and his dust and life, flesh and, and spirit. spirit. Now, um, this is what we called to as well, and we have that duality. But people that are not filled with the Holy Spirit, they have that duality. Um, I remember very clearly how conflicted I used to live. Mm. I would have disagreements with myself all the time. Yes. Um, especially before I got saved, because um, it was like two people in the same body. Because I think we, we, we sometimes forget that, I mean, just apart from the, the new creation existence with the spirit and flesh duality, as you say, um, it is still true that man was, was created in a certain way, in the image and mm. likeness of God. And so even unredeemed persons would still in in the man DNA and the way man was created there would be a form of a duality even if it is not yet God redeemed or sanctified there would still be some form of a dual existence mm. now you see imagine so a balance sheet that's what an accountant would use to um, reflect to reflect numbers in, in, in the numbers would reflect a certain reality. Mm. So um, money would go out, money would come in, 
resources would go out to come in, some would stay, and all of this would balance each other out. Mm. Now, before we got saved, oftentimes that inner conflict would be, would not even, the reason for the conflict would not even be that we didn't want to acknowledge what the balance sheet said. It already started with we refused to fill the numbers in on yes. the balance sheet. I don't want to write down that I made this transaction. <laughs> no. So a lot of times that would be the inner conflict. Yeah. So it's not because of the result. It's just because of the journaling system, the initial exactly. writing down of the details. So now as believers, we want to come to a point where we have a, a principle of um, learning how to correctly reading and understanding the balance sheet. Now we're assuming that we've come to the place where we are willing mm. to have a balance sheet, to update the balance sheet, complete the balance sheet. Now we know that in the beginning of one's walk, and especially before salvation, mm. most people try and avoid the balance sheet. Yes. So they don't even want to put it in place. Yeah. And that's where the duality uh, uh, tension with the anxiety comes mm. in. Um, actually, it brings safety and security and peace yes. when we are willing to put an official balance sheet in place because it's going to be there. Yes. And um, then we need to firstly... Now, you have to be taught, instructed on how to... Keep Six books, yeah. a set of uh, records correctly. Mm. You can't just do it. I mean, you can do it if you just have a very simple financial system. But you start running yeah, a it business. It's quite complicated. Exactly. Have you noticed how complicated the balance sheet for one's life can come? It's a complicated different set of accounts, to... different parts, mm. different things that trigger and happen in each department. <laughs> exactly. And part of God's system, His instructional system, part of the um, discipleship process and part of the maturing process is here we have to learn how to do the books, keep the books, balance mm. the books. I think something important to, to point out just in terms of also, like, like you say, a balance sheet, um, which is obviously a metaphor <laughs> for our personal lives and the way we kind of you know, go through life, is that a balance sheet doesn't comment on right or wrong aspects. Mm. It's just an objective reflection of what happened. So it's just a record. It, it, there's no emotional attachment. There's no opinion about should it have happened, should this not have happened. It's just the record so that you can have a true reflection, a true result so that you can make decisions based on what mm. you have. So, so even if we, you know, in discipleship, I think the first place we kind of move towards is just to get to the place where we can just honestly reflect on what's going on in the balance sheets of our lives, irrelevant of right or wrong, because we know that is a process in itself to, you know, rectify mm. that. Mm. But I think what, part of the reason why, why humanity, probably why people are so scared to start doing that is because initially we want to immediately go into the, oh, but this was right and this was wrong. And we don't want to look at that part. So, so the first thing we learn to do is just to get to a place to go, okay, Irrelevant of right or wrong for now, that can be rectified and corrected later. Just look at it for what it is. 
Mm. Um, so yeah. So anybody that's uh, had to um, what would learn to do a budget would know that a budget in the initial stages can cause emotions. It has an <laughs> emotional effect. Um, but then you realize that the budget is just a budget. And eventually you can learn not to be emotional about it. Now, let's look at that accountability. There's a duality on the inside. And um, we know that... I think one of the big mistakes that we could make is to misunderstand the walking in the Spirit and not in the flesh. Mm. We could think that in order to walk in the Spirit, we have to deny the existence of the yes, flesh. Yes, turn a blind eye, it's not there. <laughs> and then after it. a few years of trying to do that, we eventually will realize that denying the existence of the flesh is not going to work. Yes. So the process is for us to learn how to gain authority, gain governance, and control over the flesh. By the Spirit. So, just like Adam retained the dust, mm. although he was filled with the life of God, the Spirit of God, um, we're in pretty much the same situation. And this the, uh, flesh creation is not taken away from us mm. in baptism. It dies officially in baptism and we are resurrected in Messiah, but we are going to still have to learn to subject this creation and rule over it. Mm. And we grow in the authority to do so. Yes. Now, the accountability uh, that we need to develop, develop needs this understanding because as God in creation separated the waters from the waters, there was waters above and waters below. And at that stage of creation, that which was above and below would reflect each other. Mm. On the inside, we need to come to a place where, the only place where we're going to find a restfulness and a contentment, whilst we're still growing and we're still motivated to become more Messiah-like, um, the only way we'll get there is when we can uh, understand and accept the reflection for what it is. And we find not to try and get rid of the one reflection, but to make the reflection a godly reflection from both sides. Mm. Now, the flesh, by being by the renewal of the mind, and by conforming the flesh to Messiah, that so it's not your spirit that's been have to be conformed to mm. Messiah because mm. the Holy Spirit that that's the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So what has to be conformed to Messiah? The fleshly part. Now the mistake a lot of people make is they want to walk in the spirit and deny the yeah. fact that the flesh exists, and they think that's going to bring the balance. You have to get the spiritual renewed you to reflect so much on the fleshly you that the fleshly you starts to reflect the spiritual back you fall this out of the spiritual you you fill yourself with the word of god to the degree that the flesh starts to reflect the mm. word back because the word was written for the flesh yeah the spirit, the spirit knows everything already it's it is it 
and um, and and this this accountability on the inside that we develop the ability to read the balance sheet for what it is so that we can make adjustments in honesty where it needs to be made mm. um, it's an ab- ability that we nurture and it links with the uh, previous two uh, principles that we have discussed um, firstly the beginning is to acknowledge the balance sheet implement the balance sheet it's there because the Holy Spirit is going to insist on the balance sheet okay, it's Give called an account. accountability yeah. so we're accountable to God then we become accountable to our leadership to the body um, and if we just want the balance sheet to always show uh, the a positive only, great outcome only income and profits and nothing uh, you know, nothing in the red nothing in the negative and uh, we we going to never get it right someone is cooking the books <laughs> and that's where we want to get to so that accountability the ability to for the two people on the inside to be honest with each other to assess what's really going on, mm. to formulate honestly what is going on. Yeah, unemotionally, objectively, just what it is. That's very important, um, objectively, according to the Word of God, because mm. we are in a process without the lies, without the deception, mm. the self-deception, without the cover-ups, without the avoidance. Mm. Um, when people share formulation with us, and we find some of the concepts vaguely mm. defined. They think they have formulated, but they avoided formulating key um, concepts aspects. or truths or aspects that reflect an avoidance, not an accountability. Yes. So people might think they're being accountable. But they're only accountable 50%. Now, yeah. So if I do a balance sheet and I only show 50% of the transactions that happened, so all, everything that I've given an account of, they really happened, it's true, but I only write in 50%, then still the total picture is a lie. It's not true. It's not a true reflection. That's the thing with a financial balance sheet. It's not supposed to be only what you choose to... Uh, enter the entrance the what they call the entries yes the entries you can't choose to <laughs> ignore some entries yeah and this is I think a, a dynamic that we've identified and seen very often uh, people are not even aware that they're doing it so that principle of accountability is a principle that we start implementing like all the principles we learn how it works we pursue implementing mm. this principle and it will take practice uh, it will take us gaining understanding but again it happens as we start pursuing it we start implementing it um, and this is a learning curve that's so important because the fact is that within fellowship uh, people within the fellowship can see where the other person is cooking the books. It's mm. true. And we have grace on each other, but this yes. is what we're seeing. When we're going like, why is this person doing this? Why can't and this they often don't realize, the they often 
don't don't can't see it that clearly because they haven't learned to be accountable firstly to themselves. So they've never grown in the ability to just objectively look at their own life, at their own balance sheet. And so generally, this is true for most people, it's easier for us to look at someone else's life and go, well, clearly this isn't balancing, this isn't making any sense. But usually when it comes to our own, to, ref to reflect upon our own lives and our own situations, that's usually where we try to cover up or turn a blind eye. Yeah. Um, you know, and then just not be honest with ourselves. And the thing is, though, is that lack of, of accountability um, very often leads to a downfall somewhere along the line. Because we've seen how people would apparently come and open up their lives. They want to be transparent and, and discuss very private things. But they intentionally embellish certain aspects of the story. Yes. Leave out piece of information. Or, or say it in an ambiguous or kind of vague manner. So to them it feels like they've said it, but they've said three words on it that could have meant anything. <laughs> Any form of ambiguous communication to us is clearly communicating uh, that you're not repentant. And not really. Yeah. And let's face it, Repentance is, has got nothing to do with anybody else. Repentance aspect is really a, a matter of the person and God. Mm. So a person that's avoiding things because he doesn't want to repent, that's got nothing to do, that's not an offense against the, the church per se, or against the leadership, that's just an offense against yourself, your own walk. Mm. Um, and so when it comes to this principle, I think this is very personal, we have to take it on a personal thing. Because this is a, one of those internal things where we have to learn to want to look at the true reflection. Um, the the dust part isn't evil, not bad. Yeah, it it's isn't, just dust. It's not by necessity wrong and gross. Yes, the weakness is in the dust part and the, yeah. the, the strength and the, the overcoming is in the spirit part. But don't try and see the, the dust part as evil and bad and to be avoided and not acknowledged. Mm. We have to find that reflection between the two and therefore you have to work with the dust part of you. Mm. And um, this is very important to understand. I think this is the key to us getting to a place where we can deal with the balance sheet properly. It's the fact that I want this for myself and I mm. can be honest about the fact that yes, I want this for myself. Mm. What is it that I want? I formulated, identified, formulated and then when I'm about to communicate it to God or to someone else, then I'll know. Is what I've identified, what I want for myself, mm. is it actually contrary to the body, the kingdom or to the will of God? Because the moment I, I want to communicate it, that's where I'll know. Yes. And that's where the accountability will become very real. It's mm -hmm. like the accounts are showing this. This is who you truly are. Yeah. This is what you're truly doing. Um, and this is what you're truly dealing with. So then you can identify the area in which you have to die to yourself according to your baptism. Or you have to overcome. Or just repent. Or you need to repent or gain more understanding. Yeah. Um, or seek help. 
Um, but if you don't do the balance sheet right, in other words, you don't develop the account, the ability to read the account and relay the true account, account yeah. then, yeah, so firstly, it's the ability to keep the account, to know what the account is. Mm, what's going on, yeah. Um, and I think this is what we see very often is, um, and, and this normally when you have to say, I'm... I'm yeah, I'm not trying to hide this. I'm not trying to hide something. That's normally because you know you've been trying to hide something. Um, so accountability is, is a short, short concept that we just wanted to introduce. Okay. Start to look for it on the inside. And again, it's the communication between you and you. And First then and foremost, yeah. the communication between the two of you and uh, the Holy Spirit. And then, the yeah, to the body. And then the adjustments uh, that is made or not made. So if you have the balance sheet and it's still reading the same way after a year in a certain area, then it just simply means that you haven't fixed or adjusted. And that's the reality. Just the reality. Um, it's when we start... Uh, We've always seen that people that try and become accountable, because this is where the fall happens. People that don't open up their lives, they start the discipleship, they get fed, they're happy to do that, and then they come, normally come and say, I want to be accountable. It's the moment they do that, that everything changes. They say, I want to be accountable to you. And then when they have to open up things, they want to discuss, and that's normally why they want to be accountable, because they want to discuss, disclose certain things. They want to confess. even confess, but they don't give all the information. Mm. Because they don't truly want to change it, not really. Yeah. They don't necessarily like it, but they don't want to give it up. And that's when that process starts, and people don't talk the truth. They don't divulge all the information. They don't say it all. They don't say it as it is. That's when I start going, Lord, this person is on their way out. They're on their way to backslide or even fall out. And it's just a fact. This happens over and over. And it's that one principle. The true accountability. And accountability will only towards us develop or the body develops once it's developed inside the person. Often we see things like a lady would say, you know, I've repented of my control issues when it comes to my family. The repentance will show after a year of continuously walking out your decision to change the balance sheet and actively changing it. But they often say, well, I've repented. Now, after a week of repentance, they want to assume that it's been done. And then they never acknowledge the fact that on the balance sheet it shows, they've started doing that thing again. They're again trying to control their children mm. or their husband or their friends or parts of the body. Mm. They're trying to exert their own will. And they never, and if you do try and warn them, they deny it. So they cannot read the balance sheet. They refuse. They want to cook the books. And these people always fall away. 
So this is a very important principle. Is that enough? Is it too much? Mm -mm. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>